Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. You know, ever since we started this podcast, people have been asking for advice. Usually it's what team to bet on this week. Truth is, I really can't give away that information for free all the time. I thought they were asking whether they should leave their wife. That too. Well, go to my bookie. Check it out. They'll give you lines on all games. You can bet any sport. It's wonderful. You don't need me to talk to you. The Greek doesn't have to be in your ear all the time. Remember, who you're betting on is just as important as who you're betting with. And that's why I always tell people to bet with my bookie. Trust me, guys. They're your best bet this season. If you're willing to deposit after 7 p.m. Eastern time, they will give you an additional $25 free play on any deposit over $100. You can use promo code MIZ25. Join now, and my bookie will match your deposit dollar for dollar. It's up to you guys, but I'd wait until after dinner and take advantage of this extra 25 bucks. You play, you win, you get paid. Take it from the Greek. My bookie is the way to go. And a throw. Slam. This bugs for you, Mizzou. Johnson, and he's gone. Touchdown, Missouri. It don't get no better than that, man. Lock deep near side. Jamon Moore. It's a foot race. 82 yards. Touchdown, Missouri. Boy, look at Crockett run. It's his fourth touchdown run of the day. This is the Mazzotcast. Howdy, Tiger fans. Welcome to the Mazzotcast. I'm your host, Brennan Anthony. Joining me, as always, is Mizzou's chief headset repairman, Colin Anthony. What's up, dum-dums? And SEC replay official, Caleb Bungart. Hello, kids. Uh, so, we all know why we're here. Uh, it's it's Mizzou time. We're Mizzou fans, and we got to watch Mizzou lose a game they should have won to South Carolina, 37-35. to uh, everyone in Mizzou world is frustrated and ready to, I'm sure we got a lot of voicemails. Everything more, is the worst. We got more voicemails than we've ever gotten. And yeah. there's gonna, we're gonna hear a lot of fire odoms. We're gonna hear a lot of, I'm done, I'm done, I'm done. It's amazing how many that people was, are done. That was me yesterday. Yeah. I was, I, and it wasn't like me screaming at the heavens like, I'm fucking done. It was just like, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. It was like being in an abusive relationship. Like, I just don't want to do this anymore. I'm so, I'm so tired. I'm just tired. You're tired of slapped in the face. Yeah. It's like the, he, all he does is drink and beat me and he never pays attention to me mm-hmm. and I never get anything that I want. And I'm just relationship. I just, this relationship is toxic and I'm done with it. I give and I give and I give. Yeah. And that was where I was at yesterday. And now granted, I've been drinking a lot, yeah, so I was well, emotional. Well, I think, you know, we've a lot of times in games like these, and we've been through many. Yes. Too many. Um, do the show the next day, uh, because, yeah. you know, it would just be fucking screaming and spittle. When I say I didn't want to do this anymore, I didn't want to be a fan anymore, I didn't want to do this podcast anymore, I was just like, I'm so done with Mizzou, like, I just can't do it. Yeah. It's just too hard, it hurts too much. I had to and, offer him a hand job to get him here today. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, 
I mean, it didn't hurt. Yeah. But I'm really, and I'm still sort of in a state of, I'm just not gonna, I'm not gonna rage today necessarily. Actually, I probably will a little yeah. once I get to the, get to the details, but, uh, Gosh, it just hurts, and it's... Where do we even start? I mean, I guess we can go over the game a little bit. But the Let's fa- do that. The facts are that Missouri did look, much like Georgia, every bit the team that could compete with the other team on the field, even though we were on the road. And much like Georgia, we could not quit kicking ourselves in our own nutsack. And we looked we looked good early. Let's put it that way. We were up by 10 at one point. And- Tre- Trevino was saying on the radio broadcast, like, Man, if they would have just put that touchdown in, I mean, they, Mizzou might run away with this thing. Yeah. What he was alluding to, first part that may make me rage just a little bit, is Jonathan Johnson dropping yeah. a fucking touchdown pass. Dropping a touchdown pass. Yeah. Yeah. This is something we have endured the entire Barry Odom era, and I don't know if it's players or if it's wide receivers, coaches, or what it is, but it, the drops. Jonathan Johnson is like, stop. you know what? I feel like this team's missing something. You know what it is? It's Jamon Moore and his ability to drop balls in big situations. He's yeah. like... This team's missing that, and that's a role that I could fill. John, I mean, he's not here anymore, Jamon. No, somebody's got to pick that mantle up. Yeah, he's like, so here's what I'm going to do at Georgia. I'm going to I'm going to force an interception and fuck it, so I can screw my team super hard. Right, and then, the um, yeah, and then uh, t- against South Carolina, at the beginning of the game, start kind of run away at that game. I'm just going to drop a fucking touchdown pass like a fucking asshole. Yeah, and I'm not a big Jonathan Johnson fan right now. If you can't have it noticed, he hasn't done much this year. I mean, it, we don't. We went deep one time and it worked uh, until, and we went deep a second time and we had the most bizarre interception where it bounced off of our guy and into the hands of a South Carolina guy. Is that bizarre for Mizzou anymore? Not anymore. I mean, no, the guy was laying out of bounds. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so I mean, it's Good just, point. it's just, um, I just uh, feel like. It's going to happen. Well, for, first of all, first half and first half and second half are two different stories. Sure. The problem we had in the first half, which I was okay with. the first half, we were up by nine Well, points. except what I was going to say is if we're going to have a problem, and I'm happy with this problem, is that we weren't converting. We were getting in the red zone, and we were settling for field goals. And that, like Chris Gervino said, should, if we would have punched those in, we'd have had a big lead on well, We looked like much, much better team. I wish you know what, you know what this team lacks to, to like punch those balls in and to make this team go away with it in the first half is we need like a Heisman quarterback. That would that would <laughs> right. that would be the difference I think. Well what was interesting to me was that uh we were having a lot of success running the football and that's what we, we were leaning on the run. Yeah, yeah. And the other thing I noticed early was that uh Albert O was not having a day. No. The, the tight ends were not having a day. They well, were Blanton, they, the Blanton first play. Yeah, 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 but I mean all overall they were covering the yeah. tight ends yeah. very well. They weren't to open. Forget. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I don't. But they weren't open, and so that that option was sort of shut down for Drew Locke. Of course, the long ball was shut down because Emmanuel Hall didn't even make the trip. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we 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 go I'm glad we to used a passing to play so much. Yeah, when it would be when it be like second and seven from the mm-hmm. goal, or your second goal from the seven, or third and goal from the seven, we passed every time, and every time it was ineffective. On a day where we couldn't be stopped running, I mean, Roundtree could push it in from seven. Well, I'm and I don't know if that's Dooley just wants to pass in that situation, or I I hope that's not what it, this isn't what it is, but I think it is what it is, and that is like we need to pad Drew Lock steps. Yeah, he needs a passing touch. He's got to win a Heisman, and uh, you know what will win a Heisman? Win this fucking football game yeah. in the biggest of circumstances, or win against Georgia in the biggest of circumstances. You know what won't win you a Heisman? Is throwing the worst interception I have seen at the collegiate level ever. Yep, which he did worse in the third quarter, which was where everything went bleak. So let's, I mean, that third quarter is its own story in this game. Where are we going to, let's start out in the first quarter. Uh, what went wrong in the first quarter? Nothing. We we couldn't punch it in. Punch it in. First quarter, quarter. second quarter. We, we looked much better in South Carolina. The defense looked okay. We'd only allowed 14 points and a half. We couldn't get the ball in the fucking end zone. 
And so we were only leading by nine or ten when we should have been leading by yeah, twenty. And then in the third quarter, third God, quarter God is, involved himself. God came down and threw a lightning bolt at our team. Yeah, I. <laughs> I don't know what it was. There was the, there was a curse of the north end zone or something, but it there, it did seem like there was some sort of voodoo curse on the Tigers because yeah. the heavens opened up, and what what started everything was the seventy yard touchdown run that was a touchdown by Demario Crockett, who the SEC officials decided we can't let good things happen to Missouri. We must let the elements and the gods take over this game. Mm-hmm. And they, for some reason, decided that a fraction of one video clip that was inconclusive was good enough to overturn a touchdown yep. in a way that they never felt that we could do that against Georgia whenever they dropped the ball in the one-yard line. And no, we can't overturn. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Turn that, but this thing that's good for Missouri? Fuck yeah, let's overturn it. Well, ever, well, so you can blame that on the officials, but everything that happened after that play is all on Missouri. I don't blame them on the officials. And well, I mean, I, it's a t- bad call. Don't get me wrong, but I'm going to take that a different direction. Why is Demaria Crockett running down the sideline a fucking cunt hair from the fucking white stripe? He breaks that tackle. He's literally like eight yards from the sideline, and he just keeps moving that direction. You know what I mean? Like, why are you right? Get away from the sideline. You know, why? That, yeah. See that? Why? I don't know. He was getting a lot of heat no, from listen, those other guys. He was he was. They tell, people, they tell those people to get work, work their way to the sidelines. I know that they do, but it just, he shouldn't have been in a situation to be out of bounds when a guy just nicks his fucking ankle. I don't know. He he, he was he was, avoiding, saw, he was avoiding traffic. It was a 70-yard run. It's hard for me to turn the, anything against him. Now, hold on. By the, time he, he, by the time he breaks the second level, He's on his, the people are chasing him. He gets to take them wherever he wants to go. Like they're after him. They're not, they're not changing his path at that point. He's picking a path and they're trying to fucking intercede. And that's why it upset me. I'm like, what are you going? Don't know. And then some guy nicks his ankle and he fucking manages to step out of bounds or maybe he didn't, but I'm just like, why? And it just speaks to me to the way that Mizzou players find a way to shit the bed every single time. Mm-hmm. Alberto drops touchdown passes, shits the bed. Jonathan Johnson has become the new king of shitting the bed um you know drew Drew lock has not performed in a fucking big game his entire career and i love drew lock and he's a great quarterback and i don't want anybody to think that um we should want for more because you're probably never going to get more than a drew lock but drew locks blame fucking gabbert he's not chase daniel he's never taken over a game and no he's never done that like you mentioned best buddy fatoni drops a ball too right yeah and and you know what driving rain and on that play what was fuck was going on there i'm like you know First, it's a touchdown. Then we're first and 10 at the 11-yard line or whatever, or 
Well, then Crockett gets an unsportsmanlike conduct. Yeah, and then and there's drives a, him back 15 yards. And suddenly we go from scoring a touchdown to punting where he drops it and we actually lose like 13 yards on the punt. I mean, we went from scoring a touchdown to losing 13 yards on a punt. It was disastrous from the word go, and it didn't stop there. We finally sort of righted the ship a little bit, but we still couldn't get the ball in the end zone. We were moving the ball. We just would have to fucking settle for a touchdown. The theme of this game is at every opportunity to make a big impact. We didn't do it. Colin, that's the theme of Barry Odom's tenure at Missouri. Yeah, and one of the, like, for instance, here's another, I was watching one of the highlights of one of uh, South Carolina's touchdowns, and I realized, oh my God, we should have sacked the quarterback. Kale Garrett hit the quarterback in the fucking backfield yeah, before he threw the yeah. pass, but he slid off like a wet fucking turd because that's what Missouri does. Yeah. Because Missouri doesn't finish. Missouri doesn't, at the, when the fucking lights are bright and you need a big play, they don't come through. They slide off the quarterback like a greasy fucking turd. And it drives me crazy. Alberto drops the ball like a fucking bitch. I get so sick of this. And it, it all goes back to like Barry Odom just like having no dis, this team is undisciplined fucking mess. You yeah. know what I mean? Like they, they always talk about these coaches that don't beat themselves, and I know I bitch about how much the Kansas City area loves Bill Schneider, but well, you know what? Bill Schneider's teams don't beat themselves. Yeah. They're under-talented, and that's why they love him ultimately, is he takes a bunch of two-star fuckheads at, at Kansas State and makes them more or less competitive. Right. Turns them into four-star fuckheads. Yeah, and then, you know what? And they don't beat themselves like Missouri does constantly over and over and over again, and that's what Odom has become, because Gary Pinkle didn't – this team didn't beat itself when Gary Pinkle was the coach. Now, we didn't always have the, the talent. And things didn't always go right, but this team consistently for three years shits the bed at every opportunity. And we're just now talking about the offense. We haven't even talked about the fucking defense. Oh, do you want me to start on Cam Hilton, who uh, cannot guard a tight end to save his fucking life? And the well, the secondary is just absolute garbage. And then there's the final drive of the game. Missouri does Tucker McCann give the guy credit. He hits a fifty-seven yarder biggest, after he misses a twenty-five. Sure, because he, he's got a he's a Mizzou player, but he's got a shit in his fucking right. Leg. But he does atone for himself a bit and makes the biggest kick of his life. But the whole time when he made that kick, I was like, there's way too much time on this clock. I mean, our defense is terrible. They're, they're going to march down the field and win it. And what they did was march down the field and won it. Because third and 11, third and 7, third and 8, we never fucking ever get off the fucking field Brilliant. and third down. It doesn't matter if it's third and 25. Hey, giant catch we will never get off the fucking the, field. Up the seam, you know, who who was not in position to make the play as he's supposed to be? Cam Hilton. Cam fucking Hilton. Well, and you know on that t- tight end touchdown, know who fell down and couldn't guard a fucking tight end? I believe that was Cam Hilton. You're goddamn right it was Cam Hilton. And also, can we talk about fucking DeMarcus fucking Acey, who obviously uh, is a terrible, terrible football player. He's been terrible since day one. Word go. And then what happens when he does make a stop? Or even worse, when he doesn't make a stop, he just gets fucking lucky because it bounces yeah. off a of receiver's hands. He fucking is the biggest strutter. He struts and fucking waves his finger like he's stopping people. I want to fucking jam that finger up his asshole because <laughs> he's not doing shit and he fucks up so that much. Erotic. It is bullshit that he fucking celebrates himself so much as much as that fucking guy fucks up. And like the thir- the fact that we cannot get off the fucking field in third down and literally 15, 16, 17, 18. Four years now, we have watched Missouri come this close to turning a fucking corner and, and being a team where we can cuss at other teams and say, fuck you, we're better than you think we are. But you know what? We're fucking not. And we haven't been for four fucking years because all we do is shit the fucking bed. We are better than South Carolina. But guess what? South Carolina's got the fucking win. So we can't get on Twitter and bullshit with them. You know why? Because we're, they're right. They're right and we're wrong. We're deaf by a thousand Forget times. about sour, sour grapes. It's just not happening this it, year. It was the, it was the Georgia game only South Carolina is not a, a good as an opponent as Georgia. 
but the, 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 the whole thing was the same. You know, like, it's just us fucking up. We fuck up. We're going to fuck up some more. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the officials jammed us in Georgia and they jammed us in South Carolina, but ultimately complaining about the officials is the fucking mating call of losers. If you'd have yeah. put the ball in the end zone earlier than that, we wouldn't have worried about him stepping out of bounds. Exactly. Well, you know what? The officials fucked us in the Purdue game, but you don't hear us bitching about it we because we won the fucking game. Well, and you know what? If we were up by, you know, if we were up by 14 after the first quarter, like we should have been, does it matter that the officials jam us? You know, I mean, it, it just. We're like the fat girl that goes and works out all the time, but when she gets home, she eats Twinkies. Yeah, it's like you're spinning your wheels. Yeah, it doesn't do anything for you. Yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, what do you say we go to some voicemails? Oh, do it, fuck. Here's the mail, it never fails. It makes me want to wag my tail. When it comes, I want to wail. <laughs> all right, here's our first one. Roundtree bringing that big dick energy today. That's what the fuck I'm talking about. That clearly was early into the game. Early. Is our secondary fucking... <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. My fucking three-year-old goddaughter can fucking play better coverage than these fucking... <laughs> unfucking real. Imagine Still how... Still early, though, M-I-D. <laughs> Love you guys, bye. Imagine how vulgar you have to be to get bleeped on the Mazad cast. That's pretty impressive. Demarcus AC is fucking terrible. Ten fucking yards off the fucking receiver every fucking play. What the fuck? Jesus. Is it possible to trade Demarcus AC for like a washing machine or something useful? <laughs> He's off. Washing machines break down often also. Yeah, probably not as often though. Uh, yeah, what the fuck is up with this camera, man? Uh, Drew Locke will throw a pass, and we find out where it landed about five seconds after the fact. <laughs> it uh, can't be that hard. Well, apparently it is. <laughs> yeah, well, the the rain was so torrential, and we didn't even get into the fact the ridiculous thing that we're, our headsets don't work, but South Carolinas do. You know, it's like, stop the fucking game. Yeah. If the, if the officials shouldn't stop the hey, game, Barry, which why they... why don't you grab the fucking official, bring him over here, and tell him your equipment's not working, and see if you can get that sorted out before you go on and play football. Well, don't you think the head of coach ought to tell the head SEC official, say, look, motherfucker, I am not playing in a game on the road where they get to have headsets who work, and they get to communicate, but my team doesn't. We're pausing this fucking game until you sort this shit out. It is plausible that Barry did ask, and they said, well, you're Missouri, so go fuck yourselves. That is quite possible. It is this SEC. It's official. The SEC fucking hates us. That was a fucking touchdown. Crockett got screwed, and now it's fucking third and 30. Yep, another one of these bumblefuck games in the SEC. Go Tigers. Fuck! Is that Will Ferrell? He's not wrong. So they steal a touchdown from us, and then we just fall apart. We we get, what, three, four fucking offsides and and get pushed back. Then we can't punt the damn ball. This is like, this team, it's it's over, fellas. We are going to lose to a shitty South Carolina team because this team yep, we did. cannot get it together. Nope, I mean, I just can't. imagine Drew Locke on the sideline right now. This is what, believe I, I think it was on your guys' show where they said Drew Locke needs to grab the reins and really fire up his team and show that passion. But I just imagine him on the sideline going, Rally, fellas, can you please just, just get it together, guys? Let's rally and get these guys. Golly, gee whiz. Like, come on, Drew Luck. Come on, Mizzou. Like, on get it together. Too. I was going to say we are clearly the better team, but apparently not because one miscue doesn't go our way. And it's a big one. I get it. And, like they, and they just completely melt down and fall apart. But like I said, game over. It's like I'm coming at my job. These refs are just absolute fucking trash. And I'm not talking about the 
the false starts or anything. That's 100% one of our guys. But one, the fucking DeMario touchdown, how is that fucking conclusive? If that's conclusive, then Georgia dropping the damn ball at the goal line a few weeks ago is conclusive, number one. Fucking two, sure, give Crockett the unsportsman like the other, or a few plays after that called back touchdown. But you're going to fucking offset what they just did with AC and shit there? Are you kidding me? Fuck off. And then the late hit that just happened in the fucking game right now, where our dude ends up hurting his leg and gets taken off. No call there. Suck suck a fucking dick. Just suck a bunch of fucking fat dicks. Bunch of boner garages. God damn it. M-I-Z, though. Boner garages. (laughs) Love it. What the fuck is this fucking bullshit? Fire Odom, he's fucking done. Get him out. Fucking trash. Fuck Missouri. <laughs> Hot dog water. Hot dog water. Down the side of our fucking lake. These are the SEC East games we have to win if we want to do a bowl game, do anything, and we are shitting our fucking leg. We're, we're a good team. Like, the players on this field are good players. But we go out there and we just make stupid fucking mistakes. We go out there and we have terrible coaching. No one can do any of their jobs. And we go out there and we just shit down the side of our legs, make stupid fucking mistakes, and apparently we can't play in fucking rain. I'm just, I mean, I know you guys have, like, the fire Barry Odom counter, but, like, this just seems like a game that we should have had wrapped up in the third quarter. But his poor coaching is a reason we're probably going to lose this game. I don't know if this guy's getting a lot of pushback from us in that, yeah. in that respect. Well, I think what happened last against the Georgia game, we got our first fire Odoms of the year, you know, yeah. and it's it's become an annual tradition. Yeah, it's it's and it, it's, so, it was about it, the same time this last year. Yeah, and I uh, I think we were a little bit we gave a little was like hey we lost the number two team in the country. Yeah, we had opportunities we didn't take advantage of them, but oh, let's slow our roll a little bit. This was a game that we were well must champ out coach Barry Odom. I'll say that, and that's. Will Muschamp. Yeah. I want to tell you this. I I think we sort of referenced him, but there's a visual representation of what Mizzou has been under Barry Odom. It's a guy blowing his fucking foot off of the gun. Yeah, that's right. I mean that it's that would be the the logo. Utter lack of discipline. Yeah, in any way Penalties, there's ways. People out of position. The defense drop never passes. knows where they're supposed to be. If we don't win these games, we won't get into a bowl and get our ass kicked there. You know, that's and, right. Like and, we did last year in yeah. a successful year. Yeah. Well, and I don't want to be premature about the fire berry stuff and all that, but you know, because last year we were everybody had was up in arms and then we win like six straight games and it all goes away. But I think ultimately, even if he wins six straight games here or something, okay, maybe we keep him, maybe we don't. I don't know. But there's definitely a pattern here. You yeah. know what I mean? It's yeah. Every you you forgive every it the year, first year game. because you're a first year coach and you're your first getting your hands on everything and you forgive it last year because he righted the ship, ship. and won six yeah. games against bad teams. But we're, we can't do this every year. No, we can't. And I'll say it this I'll say this too, Colin. We wasted four years of Drew Luck under Barry Odom. Yeah, I, well, I, one I year think, of that was Pinkle, but right. But he was a freshman. He was filling for mock. It was a crazy year. Mm-hmm. I'll scratch that okay. one. Yeah. <laughs> Cocaine. Yeah. The three next three years though. I, yeah. s- I think we wasted one of our better quarterbacks ever uh, under a bumbling, fumbling regime. Yeah. Agree. So, it is late in the third quarter. I can't tell the damn time in the game anymore because the clock is broken. We're down by <laughs> sure eight. Is. And they call me a bad fan, but I live in Colorado. This game is garbage. Uh, I'm turning it off, and I'm going hiking. And maybe lame. some weed, too. <laughs> lame. Okay. Not, as lame. Not as lame. Not as lame. To take away the pain Mizzou football is causing me. It's my Zeke. Smoking weed to get over Mizzou. I mean, I, it can call, it can cure everything, according to the people who run the dispensary. So <laughs> yeah. I don't see why Mizzou pain wouldn't be one of those things. Well, marijuana. If we fix. lose a bunch, that guy's going to go to a bowl. Yeah. <laughs> but um, um, good one, Caleb. Here again. <laughs> I'm fucking pissed. We're fucking ourselves. We're getting fucked by the rest. We're getting <laughs> fucked by Barry fucking Odom. This is just 
fucking absolutely fucking hot garbage. Hot, hot, hot garbage. garbage. <laughs> fucking hot dog water. Hot dog water. Get Shut down in. both fucking legs. Feel like get those drops in. Me, all right. Fuck. Unfucking real. And don't fucking tell me Odin's a good fucking coach because he fucking sucks dick. Fucking bullshit. Go fuck yourselves and fuck the Paul Finebot. <laughs> Little robot fucking bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You know, the fine um, bot is not going to be happy. You know, what guys, did he do to get to deserve any of this hire? You guys watch much Paul Feinbaum, you'll realize he's got a, a particular caller he really likes because she's super crazy named Phyllis. Yeah, from Missouri. Oh wait, no, 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 no. Oh, that, that, no, she's that's the other bitches from Missouri. Yeah, she's so super fan. Phil is our Phyllis. Yeah, <laughs> I think it might be right. Back the fucking ball! Oh, the fucking Well, that's <laughs> Phil again. I don't think so. I can't really argue with any of it. End of the third quarter, lifelong Mizzou fan. I mean, I've been a fan for so long, and what do I expect? Mizzou doing fucking Mizzou things. Yeah. Does not fucking surprise me. Fuck this fucking bullshit. Fire everyone. Fuck Odom. <laughs> Fuck everything. Yeah. Well, that's a common sentiment. I'll, I'll tell you what. That was the 17th voicemail. Um, we had, I think, around 50 voicemails mm-hmm. overall. And I'm going to be honest, it's we're recording time, Sunday morning, actually. I haven't been able to get through all of them yet. Yeah. What I'm going to do, guys, if it's okay with you, is uh, after we get done recording, I'm going to select the cherries out of that. Mm-hmm. Sure. Because I feel like I don't want to let good voicemails go to waste. No, no, absolutely And not. then, uh, you know, I'll dump them in later. So we're going to we're gonna go to commercial break now. But you're the, you, the listener, we're going to hear the cherry picks yeah. of the remaining voicemails. Until then, this is the Mazotcast. Barry Odom and that nitwit Ryan Walters. Two fucking idiots that have no clue how to fucking run a defense. This is absolute bullshit. And if Jim Sterk has any balls, he'll get rid of them both tonight before they even get on the fucking plane. It's bullshit. These people shouldn't have to put up with this constantly. Every fucking year, year after year, the same fucking bullshit. How hard is it to run a goddamn defense? Thanks for all you done, Barry, but uh, don't let the door hit you where the good Lord split you. M-I-Z. Dude. Fuck! Depression? Hardly nowhere. <laughs> Me and the boys were partying way too fucking hard last night. I just woke up, and I wake up to find out fucking Mizzou lost in South Carolina. Are you fucking kidding me? What the fuck? Hello, Jim Lady, back again. Typical fucking goddamn Missouri letdown. Thanks a lot. Come out from an hour and a half fucking rain delay and just lay a big old fucking steamy pile of shit right on that field. Uh, it didn't even look like the defense was even playing. What a fucking joke. I don't even see us winning a goddamn game in the fucking conference. Thanks. God bless. Fuck Kansas. Uh, sorry for all the cussing. Fuck Kansas. Stop! Don't throw that used cell phone away. Sell it to Midmo iFix. Midmo iFix buys and sells used cell phones that include a 30-day warranty. So if you lost your phone overboard, the screen's cracked, or the phone's broken, stop into Midmo iFix and see Kevin. And if you have no use for that old phone, turn it into cash. Midmo iFix, located next to Emo's Pizza on Osage Beach Parkway, 573-694-8795. Midmo iFix, phones fixed fast. 
And we are back. I hope you enjoyed those voicemails. We certainly enjoyed listening to your rage. This is the song Monster Truck, sent in by the band Von Carr. Thank you for sending your music in. If there's one thing that makes me feel better about Mizzou sucking ass, it's hearing my brethren be upset as well. Yeah. I like, um, it makes me feel good to know others are in pain. I yeah. think there's a word for that. I believe we it's commiserate. schadenfreude. Oh, yeah, we are commiserating with one another. Yeah. Something that doesn't bring us pain, though, obviously, every week, is Kansas news. I always heard there were three kinds of suns in Kansas. Sunshine, sunflowers, sons of bitches. This is Kansas News. Kansas man jailed for criminal use of explosives. That sounds like a pretty standard issue Kansas story. I mean, criminal use of explosives versus just regular old civilian use of explosives. Sure. How often in your day-to-day life, guys, do you tend to use explosives? Just when I go to the bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, let's see here. Law enforcement authorities are investigating a suspect in connection with use of explosives in his home. Just after 4.30 p.m. Sunday, police responded to a check for explosions call in Wichita, according to Officer Charlie Davidson. At the residence, officers contacted Travis Red of Wichita. According to investigators, Red used a large firework in a manner of which it was not designed... Which could go any myriad of ways. But because it's Kansas, you're not going to tell us how, right? <laughs> it doesn't say to explode an item on the ground behind his residence. They according shoved to it the up a bullfrog's ass. Let's just. That, put that I out mean, there. that's the standard Kansas yeah. use of. A, sure. I mean, th- that's like on the packaging in yeah, Kansas. This exactly. is how you use the bottle rocket. Mm-hmm. Shove it up a frog's ass. When the firework detonated, <laughs> fragments hit Red in the chest. He was transported to an area hospital for treatment of non-life-threatening injuries Parts and of the released. Frog? Hit him in the chest. <laughs> yeah, that's right. The the ribbit got him. Officers then booked him in the Sedgwick County Jail for criminal use of explosives. There were no other injuries if you don't count the frog. (laughs) All right, fellas. Travis Red of Wichita, Kansas, illegal use of explosives operator. How old a gentleman do you think he is? Mm, Travis Red. 35. 24. It's a young man's game? It's a young man's game of firecrackers, my friend. Travis Red is 43 years old. Dang. Mm. Apparently not a young man's game. No, apparently it's a professional guy who's, <laughs> yeah. who he's not should know better, anymore. but he's... He has the body of a 43-year-old. Maybe they just looked at his body and thought, he's probably 43. I mean, he's, he's actually only 21, but <laughs> yeah. he's lived so hard in Kansas. He definitely looks like a 43-year-old. Yeah. They don't have IDs or anything. No. You just got to guess. They don't, even, they don't ever know what year they're born. Like, <laughs> The year when the sun was red. <laughs> Kansas man sentenced for groping Uber driver. Sure he was. A man, very Jameis Winston kind of thing to do. <laughs> a man accused of repeatedly grabbing his Uber driver's genitals during a drive through Lawrence, Kansas, was sentenced to two years of probation but must register as a sex offender for 25 years. Jesus. Did they point out that Ubers, Why is he... Ubers are people on donkeys in Kansas, so you have to touch them during the ride. Yeah, you're going to wrap your arms yes, around them because mm-hmm. you're ridden a horse with two people? I mean, yeah, they haven't gotten a donkey cart yet. It's yeah, just the donkeys. Yeah. yeah. I know. I, this, maybe they could throw this out of trial. This so, fucking garbage. He shouldn't be charged So the this. Uber driver, or in this case, the person in front on the horse, mm-hmm. he wrapped his arms around just probably to Call him not a horse, Stabil- a donkey. Stabil- a donkey, I'm Stability. sorry. Stability. Stability. And yeah. sh- this chick in her Me Too movement is thinking that that's something wrong with that. You it's know. a fella. Oh, he was he uh, was grabbing the genitals of another fella? It's fella on fella crime. Well, so... Okay, so let me get this right. Mm-hmm. So start over. Tim Tebow pulls up on his donkey. Uh, could be. 
And no, wait, the donkey driver pulls up on the donkey. Tim Tebow gets on the donkey as the passenger and begins grabbing another man's genitals. Well, he was naked. Because it's starting to make a lot more sense to me now. That's what we're reading so far. Okay. Okay. But I will say, you know, Caleb, you say you need to grab your Uber driver in Kansas for stability. (laughs) I think the landscape's flat enough that you may not need to. You know what? That makes an excellent point. Well, let's get on with the story. Landon Robertson of Lawrence was sentenced Friday after pleading no contest to attempted aggravated sexual battery. He will serve a year in prison if he violates probation. Prosecutors say the Uber driver, a 30-year-old man, told police a man grabbed his crotch and tried to grab his genitals about a dozen times. A dozen. How long was this trip? <laughs> the and also after the second or third one, I mean, I, I'm going to stop the car or stop the donkey. <laughs> Tim, get off. And be like, hey, I think we might have an issue here. But by, <laughs> by the time we get to a dirty dozen, yeah, <laughs> we're way past uh, the law's getting involved. You should have known something when the address was to a sheep fucking. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Well, they're kind of all sheep. How fuckeries. many times are you going to grab my balls, fella? That's what I would have said. <laughs> the driver told police each time he told the man to stop, the passenger became agitated and angry, which made the driver fear for his life. Despite the trauma, the driver said he eventually allowed Robertson to fondle his genitals in hopes that he would still be able to maintain his perfect super driving record. Oh, my God. Now, hold on just a darn minute. I'm not gay, said the driver, but five stars is five stars. (laughs) He's got a point. Yeah, I guess so. All right. Well, okay. Landon (laughs) Robertson, junk grabber on Uber. How old do you think this fella is? How old is Tim Tebow? Early 30s? Yeah. I'm going to say 31. 25. Caleb, he was 23 years old. Yeah. I was going more Jameis Winston. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Nice work. Nice work. Child shoots Kansas man while playing with gun left near toys. (laughs) (laughs) You keep your gun, dumbass. (laughs) Authorities say a child picked up a handgun that was left next to a pile of toy guns. And shot a man in his house. <laughs> exactly where it should be, right next to the Nerf gun. Yeah, right next to the toys. Uh, the Wichita the toy guns. <laughs> Wichita Eagle reports that several friends and family members were dining together Monday night when a child started playing with a handgun and a toy gun. Wichita Police Sergeant Robert Henning says a man who was sitting next to the child was hit by one round. <laughs> a, ditch, a dispatch surveyor says the victim was taken to a hospital in critical condition. Henning says it's Jesus. lucky the boy wasn't shot. Police didn't provide the exact age, saying he was younger than 10. Police said the gun was legally owned, and there does not appear to be any criminal activity outside of Can we just, the is there- under 10-year-old exercising his Second Amendment rights. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Dana Lash would throw a fit if they filed charges. They are yeah, no doubt. I'm going to tell you what. They always talk about cutting... Cut California off and just jettison them in the ocean. We're sick of them. We don't want to be part of the U.S. anymore. It's like, is there any way we can do – like, can you strap enough helicopters to the state of, like, Kansas and just carry it off and put it somewhere else? Anywhere else. Again, it is very flat. I think we just construct the world's largest rolling pin. A wall. A big, beautiful wall. Yeah, (laughs) something. And get get Nebraska to pay for it. They fucking would. I think we'd all pay. If you asked Missouri and Nebraska and Oklahoma and, like, all the states around, you'd be like – would you guys all chip in to build a giant wall around this fucking hellscape? And they'd be like, absolutely. Yeah. In fact, I would raise taxes to do it. Yeah, exactly. Our Republican legislature would gladly raise taxes to put know, a wall around Kansas. Kansas. Yeah. All right, guys. And be, ha- and I would be happy for them to do so. The parent who keeps his gun next to the toy guns for his child. <laughs> how old do you think this gentleman is? Well, I'm gonna, I mean, that's something I would totally do. Uh, yeah. Because we can't afford fake guns, so my five-year-old always use real ones. Well, you don't them. load them, though. Yeah. So, I mean, you're not a most monster. Of, most of the time. Put blanks in them. I'm going to go with 37. <laughs> 37 for Caleb. Mm, I'm going to go with 28. It's a young parent. Colin, the gentleman was... 
25 years old. Good job, Tom. Nailed it. That kid's not going to live to be that for that parent to get to 37. You know, you know I, I didn't take the time to think about it. This kid's, you know, around 10 years old. What is the mortality rate for children in yeah. that state? I mean, yeah. it can't be great. Quite high. His parents had him when he was 15. So. <laughs> McDonald's employee in Kansas accused of spiking cops' drink. <laughs> With what? A former McDonald's worker in Kansas has been arrested for allegedly spiking a police officer's drink with a peroxide-based cleaner, an act that authorities say made the deputy ill. Hmm. Trevor Hockaday was arrested Wednesday on a felony charge of aggravated battery of a law enforcement officer. If convicted, he'll face up to 20 years behind bars. Jiminy Christmas. According to the Allen County Sheriff's Office, a deputy picked up a food and drink from a McDonald's drive through in a small city about 100 miles southwest of Kansas City. He consumed the beverage. The police officer ripped reportedly then experienced flu-like symptoms. He thought he had caught a bug. The reason for the officer's sudden illness remained a mystery until last week, police said, when one of Hockaday's co-workers told police Hockaday allegedly added a few squirts of cleaning solution in the cop's drink. The peroxide-based substance is typically used to clean counters. Hockaday has since been terminated by McDonald's. Well, I would hope so. Yes. Uh, in Seems our, like the very least they could do. <laughs> the, the absolute least. Yeah. In our restaurants, nothing is more important than the safety and well-being of our customers, said owner Larry Nichols. We are very disappointed by the allegations made regarding the behavior of one of our former crew members. It's not clear why Hockaday allegedly spiked the drink. In today's day and age, not only us in law enforcement, but citizens as a whole, there's enough going on out there that we have to worry about. Now my guys are cautious about going through a drive-thru, Murphy said. We all choose this line of work to protect and serve. Now my guys have the concern, is our food safe? Mm. Yeah, I mean, to give him credit, he didn't know it was a deputy when he rolled through on his toy trike, screaming respect my authority. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, you guys want to take a stab at Trevor Hockaway's age? Tre- well, his name's Trevor. You know, this is a this can be a tricky one, Caleb, because you think about our youth and who worked at the McDonald's. Well, it was teenagers. Mm-hmm. But now, you know, like when you go into the food service industry, you often it's mostly it's just like sixty one year old people. Yeah. I feel like like every time, like I remember being in high school and like going to an Applebee's and it being full of girls my age yeah. working. And now you go into an Applebee's and it's all fifty four year old women. You know, it's like so this could be tricky. I want to say like oh, it's a nineteen year old kid working at McDonald's, but I'm going to go on a limb here and a wild limb, and I'm going to say he's. 36. 22. One of you is exactly right. 22, you bastard. God. It's 22, Caleb. You nailed it. <laughs> Son of a Tre- the, Trevor, the name. Just <laughs> lots of fucking dumb I thought his name was Travis. No, Trevor. Oh, it was well, Trevor. I known. Cow farts a greater problem than ever, the EPA says. You... <laughs> Is this like EPA or Scott Pruitt or EPA now? (laughs) The United States is spewing 50% more methane, a potent heat-trapping gas, than the federal government estimated prior. Much of it is coming from Kansas. That means methane may be a bigger global warming issue than thought, scientists say. Methane's 21 times more potent at trapping heat than carbon dioxide. Well, than I don't think anybody needs to get worried about this because, as we all know, Chinese global hopes. warming is a Chinese hoax. Much of the extra methane, also called natural gas, seems to be coming from livestock, including manure, belches, and flatulence, hmm. as well as leaks from refining and drilling for oil and gas. This podcast studio could be a major source of that most at most recordings. Agreed. While the world has a good handle on how much carbon dioxide is pumped in the air, scientists have been more baffled about methane emissions. They've used a computer model to estimate how much methane is going into the air. Nearly one quarter of U.S. methane emissions come from three states. Texas contributes from refineries and oil. Oklahoma is also an oil state. And Kansas provides cows. Well, that's, that's, I find that strange because I know like the state of California and like Missouri have more like cattle per 
square acre or whatever. Well, we, we put fart boxes on the end. Oh, of the cows so we do. We do a better it job is possible. We feed them better. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I blame this I, Chick Fil A for not. Well, you know what? They're probably feeding their cows prairie dog meat. Mm-hmm. You know, or what's the lips and assholes, whatever's left right. over after rendering prairie dog. And uh, it probably makes them really gassy. Cows seem to be spewing twice the methane scientists previously thought. While burps and flatulence are part of the problem for methane emissions from cattle, UCLA Santa Barbara professor Ira Leifer says a bigger factor is manure. And that may answer our question right there. Mm. Can you think of a place with more just fucking heaping rancid piles of manure? No, I think can't. Kansas. No. It's well known to That's anthropologists. homes out of. Right. It says it's well known to anthropologists, agricultural scientists, residents of surrounding states. But now science is in. According to our research, Leifer claims the state of Kansas appears to be just one giant smoldering pile of cow shit. <laughs> I can't believe a scientist would say that. Uh, it is literally just a rancid, smoldering, fetid, acrid, rotting, noxious, nauseating shit pile of a state. That's from the scientist. <laughs> and I quote. No one from Kansas has ever believed the scientist. Well, nobody's going to read a newspaper in Kansas so he can say whatever he wants. Final story of the day, did Kansas have a football game, Caleb? They did have a football game. They played West Virginia. They lost 38-22. to And that's a pretty standard, down-the-middle Kansas score. 38 yeah. so they got 22 points. So good for them. Yeah. Good for you. They tried real hard. Good for you. Good and for so you. And so what have they got, one or two wins on the year now? Two. Two wins? Two wins. It's a big season. Already, everything they win now is just gravy. Yeah, really. Because, I mean, three wins. That's a banner year. You make a lot of gravy out of prairie dogs. (laughs) Guys, I know we're not feeling great. I know it's been a weird, weird weekend, and we had high expectations, and we did not live up to them. No, we didn't. But we're going to do a little something here. We haven't played games in a while. You know, we used to always come to you with games, little things. Filler. Filler, yeah. Because, and we also, we took time to prepare. Yeah, and we've quit doing that. We really, you know, this is sort of like a marriage. And mm-hmm. that when you first get married, you just can't get enough of one another. Now we're, how many years are we into this? We're in four or five years doing That's this. our fifth year? Yeah, fifth year. You know, mm-hmm. we don't even want to look at each other anymore. Right. And so no. preparing for the show just seems, you know, fuck that, right? Agreed. <laughs> but I, so I did something out of character and I did prepare. Uh huh. So Colin, Caleb, Britta's trying to make this marriage work. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Some of the <laughs> workhorse. Yeah, that's right. So <laughs> anyway, we're going to play a little game here and it's called South Carolina Facts and Figures. Oh boy. So uh, how this is going to work is I am going to name two different categories, and you're going to tell me which the South Carolina description fits. I don't know if that is clear or not, but here's let me just give you one as an example. You guys okay. can pick. South Carolina ranks 50th in the nation in, and your choices are, overall education mm-hmm. or teen pregnancy. Ooh, Colin, Caleb, your picks. Teen pregnancy. I'm going to go see teen pregnancy too. I don't. I feel like I don't feel like they're last in education. I mean, I'm, I bet they're down there. South Carolina is the worst place to get an education by far. It is number 50 overall. (laughs) Meanwhile, teen pregnancy, they're doing much, much better. They're 39th. (laughs) Oh, nicely done. Because they have so many closeted homosexuals. Yeah, Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Like in the Senate. Yeah. Uh, All right. Let's. (laughs) You guys want to try another one? Sure. All right. South Carolina ranks. Are you keeping score, by the way? I sure am. O for O. All right. No, I just want to make sure. Goers had my number. I want to see if we can. Yeah. We used to these games. So I'm going to make sure I get... All right. South Carolina ranks 49th in the nation in, your choices are, healthiest state to have a baby or overall poverty. You want to go first on this one? I'm going to say overall poverty. I'm going to have to go with it too. So you say that you think South Carolina is 49th in overall poverty. I agree. You both are... 
wrong. No, it's actually the 49th worst state to raise a child. Mm. A young baby will die in South Carolina. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, they're doing much better in the poverty front. They're only 41st. Out of fifty, <laughs> gotcha. horrible at this game. Yeah, so okay, far. you're you're over two, mm-hmm. and you're over two. You're all over. The next category: South Carolina ranks 49th in the nation in your choices are cost of health care or literacy. I'm gonna say literacy. The cost of health care, just so one of us can be right. <laughs> okay, right. Caleb, you are correct. South Carolina is 49th in the cost of healthcare in America. Meanwhile, and much, much better in the literacy world, they're 47th. Sure, sure. <laughs> What's, why is it healthcare costs so much in South Carolina? Is there any explanation for it? Well, they, likely they don't have healthcare insurance and, you know, they, cause they don't have jobs and then they, who knows? And oh, they probably can't get to doctors or medicine. They got to drive to different well, states. Well, considering, yeah, they, yeah their, their legislature's probably completely outlawed all entitlement programs too. So Correct. Yeah. You, nobody gets insurance. <laughs> okay, guys. Tough one here. South Carolina ranks 44th in the nation in your choices are household income or life expectancy. Life expectancy. Run this by me again. 44th in the nation in household income or life expectancy. I'll go, I'll go income just to mix it up. Caleb, you're correct. Damn it. He has. Fucking goers did it to me. Caleb's uh-huh. doing it to me. I, I suck at games. I just suck at life in general, let's be honest. Yeah, South Carolina is, in fact, 44th in the country in life expectancy. Much better at household income. They're 43rd. Sure. So, okay, next category. Brendan, but they have beautiful beaches. <laughs> right, which overcomes all. As I pointed out, so does North Korea. Yeah, yeah. South Carolina ranks 48th in the nation in, your choices are, quality of roads or obesity rate. I'm going to go roads, row ads. I feel like like Mississippi and Alabama are probably the first two in obesity, and then South Carolina. We'll pick is the row ads. We can pick the same thing. No, no, I feel like that's right. Fifty, forty ninth, and obesity, forty eight, South Carolina. Okay, so you're going to say obesity, and you'd be wrong. Oh, it's quality of roads. They're forty eighth in quality of roads, but they're much better at the obesity rate. They're number forty yeah. in America. Lindsey Graham is not going to have them paying taxes to fix those roads. No, no. Okay, last one, guys. Here. Uh, Colin, you can tie it. Caleb, you can secure the win. South Carolina ranks 50th in the nation in, your choices are, percentage of residents with mobile homes or tobacco use. Tobacco use. Mobile homes. South Carolina ranks 50th in the nation in mobile homes. You tied it up, Colin. It's a push. <laughs> it's a push. I do have a little, uh, some tiebreakers here if you guys okay, want to do sure. that. Well, actually, these are just some fun facts. 14% of United States citizens cannot read. What percentage of South Carolinians do you think can't read? I guess closest to could be the winner. So 14% is like the national average. Yeah. National average in America, 14% of Americans cannot read. In South Carolina, that percentage is higher. And what is that percentage? That's what I'm asking. 22. It could be lower. It could be <laughs> lower. No, it can't, it can't be lower. 22%. <laughs> That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. I'm going to go with 26%. Mm. 34 Jesus 34%. 34% of their population can't fucking read? Well, here, listen to this, Colin. South Carolina has 5,088,000 residents. How many of those have diabetes? I'm <laughs> <laughs> like, do you want me an actual number or can I give you a percentage? Toss out a number. How many, how many is the total population? 5,088,000. 5 million. Oh. What's half of 5 million? Let's say 2.5 million. There's, <laughs> there's 1.8 million of them that have the sugar. 
615,000. All right. Well, that's that's, not that's, bad. that's a that's a healthy that's a quarter of your citizens. That's not that bad. God. Almost, I don't know. Any. That's like that's like the city of St. Louis and 600,000 people have diabetes. That's fucking ridiculous. Yes, it is. It's a lot of fago they're drinking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Here's an overall SEC question because we're part of the SEC and we support this culture so strongly. Yeah. Uh, the U.S. News and World Report ranks states top to bottom for overall quality of life. How many of the bottom ten are SEC states? How many out of ten SEC? Nine. SEC nine. Because I'm going to bet there's an Oklahoma or a Kansas or something like that that sneaks in there into these fucking terrible, terrible stats of like ten. Fuck it, ten. <laughs> you guys overshot it. It's six. Uh, six. Yeah. Okay. Last. This last thing. This last quote. Again, it'll be closest to. Will be the overall winner. Where did South Carolina rank overall in quality of life in this U.S. News and World Report? One out of 50, where do you find South Carolina? Quality of life. Quality of life. 45th. 44th. Am I going to do like the fucking Price is Right? Price is Right at me. Mm-hmm. And the answer is 42. Oh, <laughs> You're no Brian Goers, sir. Yeah. Congratulations. Before we uh, go to our final break, guys, I, and go, get to our SEC around the horn, I do want to have some additional facts and figures if you're interested. This is... SEC states lead the nation in these categories. So I've got every SEC state in a category that they lead the nation in. Okay. Florida, identity theft. Sure. Mississippi, obesity. Okay. Missouri, bankruptcy. Huh. Way to go, Tigers. Kentucky, cancer deaths. <laughs> Louisiana, gonorrhea. <laughs> Tennessee, corruption. Huh. Uh, worst overall health, Georgia. Strokes, most strokes ever, Alabama. Mm -hmm. High school dropouts, Texas leads the country in that. Worst credit scores, I think we all know this, Arkansas. Mm -hmm. And, of course, most mobile homes, our opponent, South Carolina. Congratulations, Gamecocks. So I hope you, as that makes you feel a little bit better about losing to South Carolina, knowing that they are a putrid state. Yeah. yeah. So, anyway, we're going to take our final break for the day. Come back with SEC Around the Horn. This is the Mazzabcast. What's up, dum-dums? It's your good friend Colin here, and I'm here to talk to you today about something deadly serious. I know usually I'm a prankster and a jokester, but the topic I'm about to talk to you about is more serious than just about anything I can imagine, and that is the majesty and delicious taste of Schlafly beer. Schlafly is created by the St. Louis Brewery, Missouri's largest locally owned independent brewery. Every year, they pump out over 50 unique styles of beer for you and I to enjoy. And we're so proud to have Schlafly Beer as a Mazodcast sponsor. So if you want to be a true Mazodcast fan, a true Missourian, and a true American, buy you some Schlafly Beer and get blackout, pissed drunk, responsibly. Schlafly Beer. But I fell off the wagon How did my high horse run? Lord, she put me to the test That little girl with a red dress on And now my And we are back. And this is the song Gary you're listening to by the band Bon Car. Thanks for your music. Fellas, it's time. Once again, we look at what the rest of the SEC did when Missouri was fucking away its chances. It's time to go around the horn with the SEC. We, we, we break our bread at Waffle House. Our teams are pretty good. We even play some basketball when Jesus says we should. So pour a little bourbon and repeat right after me. 
built a church for Saturdays and called it SEC. Jesus loves football. And I think it's worth mentioning, you know, we play that jingle every week, and it is a fantastic jingle. Yeah. And, of course, it's brought to us by Mike Steele and the Pedophiles. I think he didn't say and the Pedophiles. I assume that's his backup band. Yeah. So, but uh, who, of course, is the house band of the Mazodcast. And they did provide us last week with Caleb, the Caleb the Greek intro, which is another fucking all-star Which Grammy I've been Award winning. around my house all week because it's yeah. stuck in my head. It's a, nice, a nice jingle. My kids yeah. are like, what are you singing? Because I'm going, just walking around and going, Caleb the Greek, Caleb the Greek. <laughs> yes. Yeah, the bearded lady pleaser. Mm-hmm. Yes. So anyway, we do want to <laughs> tip our cap to Mike Steele once again for providing us that fantastic jingle, which yep. we will use over and over and over and hopefully bore it into your brains as well. I play it while I have sex with my wife. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll give her some pleasure. Yeah, uh, 13 our, seconds. <laughs> Colin, it's a perfect for yeah. a jingle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, could you actually, could uh, Mr. Steele, like, I would cut that down a little bit? Yeah. Yeah, there's no way he's playing Stairway to Heaven while he's fucking his wife. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. All right, Colin, why don't you boot up the fine bot for us? Nick Saban, Nick Saban. All right. Thanks for joining us, Paul. Thank you, Mizzou Cast Podcast. All right, Caleb, who have you got this week? Well, first off, I need to give a shout-out to a listener. Tim Garvey at Capital Region Hospital took care of me. I had to go in because I have a big hole where my heart used to be because mm-hmm. I watch Missouri football. Sure. Right. So they had to do some testing. Tim let me know he was a listener and a good one. So thank you, Tim. Anyway, first on the docket this week, Alabama and Arkansas. Mm. Do they yeah. play each other? They do play each other. It, was a, it wasn't exactly how I expected it to go, honestly. It actually was a shit show of a game where Arkansas had a chance for a while. But anyway, Alabama came out 65-31. to 31. <laughs> Yeah, so Alabama won, obviously, but I did not expect 31 points out of Arkansas. Honestly, no. it scares me a little bit. Yeah. Everything that happened this week scared me a little bit more. Yeah, exactly. It was a weird week of football. So on the next one, which I said to bet on because I had no thoughts that Florida would be any good, they yeah. beat, they beat LSU 27 to 19. Yeah, and I uh, I took your advice. I did bet on that game, and I lost money. I, I don't understand this because I said Florida State and Miami too, and take Miami because Florida State is a dumpster fire. Yeah, it was close the whole fucking time. I don't understand college football this year. Yeah, yeah. we'll move on though. Ole Miss they took care of business, seventy to twenty one. It was a letter school. Yeah, it was a letter school. And it, this is what we've seen out of Ole Miss is when they play shitty teams, they are going to rack up. I think they had 800 yards of fucking offense. Britain, Ole Miss is a word school. Yeah, that's right. Word school versus letter school. What do you want? But they, they particularly destroy letter schools. Yeah. It's just when they play. They're kind of like us in a way. When they play the good schools, everything falls apart because yep. their defense is crap. Mm-hmm. And then one of my other bets this week, A&M and Kentucky. We mm. thought Kentucky was real. Brendan and I talked about it in the midweek yeah, show. Yeah, they had me believing. They're for real until they played A&M and lost 20-14. to 14. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that was, uh, I don't know. I mean, at the beginning of the year, you'd say that's exactly the score that's going to happen. And uh, two weeks ago, you'd be like, no, Kentucky's going to destroy A&M. I They're never the new power. Kentucky was going to destroy A&M. I never bought A Kentucky. lot of the SEC media did, I boy. was never buying Kentucky. I was yeah. never buying Kentucky. Because you know what Kentucky is? Kentucky's Missouri. Yeah. Like, They've got some good pieces, but they're gonna just they're gonna hot dog water it. It's what they do. Hot dog water. In odd score of the week, we had Mississippi State and Auburn. Mississippi State winning twenty three to nine. Mississippi State twenty three. <laughs> 
to nine. Yeah, that's uh, that's another one that did surprise me a little bit because Mississippi State had been sort of spiraling around the uh, toilet water, and Auburn they did lose to LSU, but they didn't look that bad. And now I don't know what to think in the West other than Alabama's going to kill everybody. Yeah, I feel like that's just the theme of this conference this year. Yeah, it's Georgia and Alabama, and it's getting more and more and more that way. I yeah, feel like as sure everybody is. else eats each other. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Georgia, they played Vanderbilt. Yeah. They beat Vanderbilt 41-13. to 13. Yeah, that was predictable. Mm-hmm. And that was the final game of the week. You're right. Okay, so uh, it was fucked up weird week. Kentucky mm-hmm. loses after beating everybody. LSU gets beat by Florida. Missouri fucking fritters it away against South Carolina. Uh, Arkansas scores 31 on Alabama. Let's put week five out of our head. Look Please. forward to week six. Please. Caleb, what's on the docket? We have Florida and Vanderbilt. Well, that's obviously Florida. Florida. Yeah, Florida. You, Paul. Florida, Florida looked like a really good football team yesterday. I, not gonna lie, I watched almost. I think the whole Dan game. Millen's is a good coach. I think he's gonna. Uh, obviously, their t- roster is talented. Their defense is ridiculously good. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a talented roster. It's a good coach. I mean, he's gonna get it figured out. The unfortunate part for Missouri and their Heisman fucking we play him quarterback. Late. Well, no, we have to play him late. But like, Florida's probably gonna start being good again. Here was your chance to, you know, make mm-hmm. hay in the SEC East again. Their defensive line will eat us up. They yeah. are strong. Well, I will say, you know, the one thing is, though, that if Mizzou has an issue, the line hasn't necessarily been it. Now, they've had some costly penalties. Yeah. Don't be wrong. But, but from a just straight up play standpoint, they have kept our quarterback clean for the most that's part. True. They have open holes in the running game. Yeah. That's uh, not where my biggest complaints are. Like, you know, if, if our, our biggest, my biggest complaint is that our, we don't utilize what is our strength, and that is the running game seems to be that. Well, here's where I see at this point in the season and looking at the Floridas of the world. When we were looking at the season at the beginning, we were seeing games we could win. And we were looking at Florida and Tennessee and Kentucky as being almost surefire wins, mm-hmm. on, like they were last year. Yeah. And we were looking at the South Carolina game and thinking, okay, we have a, the, this schedule's not too bad, but we have a three-game stretch that is absolutely fucking brutal. Georgia, Alabama, and then South Carolina on the road in a year that everybody said South Carolina was going to be resurgent. We knew they wouldn't. We were right, and everybody was wrong. But... We frittered away the South Carolina game. So yep. this is the first time in the season where things aren't chucked off exactly as they should be. We should, mm-hmm. we were hoping to be, you know, four and one at this point. Yep. But we're not. And we got two losses and we're going to lose next week. Mm-hmm. Then we've got the rest of the schedule. And that's what scares me is Florida looks like they're going to be a really tough game. Vanderbilt looked good early in the season. Mm-hmm. Kentucky has looked good. Yep. Tennessee still looks like a game we can win, I think. Yeah. But, you know, all these winnable games don't look quite so winnable, and we look shittier than we hoped. So, right. I mean, especially on offense, Drew Locke couldn't throw a pass in the second half of that game. And so, fuck, what are we going to do? Barry Odom concerns me from this standpoint. You know, like we righted the ship last year, but I had that. I think that had a lot more to do with our opponents. Yeah, we put it than it, than it did than it did Barry Odom. Yeah, because but what happened last year, like when, with the shit show that was Missouri State, and how that that we just how we got got off, and it just got worse every week. Like we just fell apart. So how Missouri responds to this loss to South Carolina in a just humiliating fashion? How are we going to respond? Yeah. Against because I feel like if we fall apart, that's that that's what I think we're going to do. Yeah. Honestly. Because I mean, next week is a just don't get hurt game. Because it's not like it's not like I uh, I don't think we're talented, but I just I think I don't think we have the coaching not to fall apart. I'm really no. concerned we're just going to fall apart. The season's going to fall apart. Every time in the last three years there's been a fork in the road, we have chosen the, the path that has led us astray. Barry Adams has been like, hey, boys, follow me. We're going on this road. Yeah, the one with lots of jagged knives and sharp <laughs> objects that will hurt us and cut us as we go. It's a perfect impression. It Thank sounded you. exactly like him. <laughs> yeah. So let's. it's depressing me. We've, we've gotten away from being depressed. Caleb, who's next on the docket? Well, in the shitty game of the week, Tennessee plays Auburn. 
I have no fucking idea who would win that game. They're both shit shows. Yeah. But Auburn will probably win because Tennessee is the worst. Oh, Auburn's going to win. Oh, I like that bet. Auburn's worst day is still miles better than Tennessee's worst. You know, if we can take any consolation from these last couple years is we're way better than Tennessee. We are, but that's not saying much, honestly. I mean, that's just not a big feather in the cap. Um, I don't agree. We should be so much better. We should be better than South Carolina. I told my wife, I said, the reason this game hurts so much is because we are South Carolina. Only we're more talented, ultimately. You know what I mean? No. it's okay to lose by Georgia. It's not okay in the way that we lost to Georgia and that we're, like, gut-punching ourselves the whole entire time, just well, smacking each other in the face. That's why we were way better than South Carolina yesterday. I'm not but, sure about but that. We are, but we, we are not Georgia. But we are South Carolina. In fact, we're better than South Carolina. That's no. why this game hurts. I'm going to fuck than South the fine bot up. I just, I'm not I, sure I, about I, that. I've had enough of it. <laughs> South Carolina. Yeah. You fucking fall fine bot is not intimidated by you, Caleb. I'm not sure about that. I know where he lives. I'm going <laughs> there after this. You were literally my girl. Roger earlier. Yes. I don't know. (laughs) But yeah, this one hurts because it shouldn't have happened. You know, like we should lose to Georgia. We shouldn't lose to South Carolina. Well, anyway, I feel better because Tennessee's horrible. You should be fired. Yeah. I don't get paid. They can't fire me. Yeah. Oh, Paul. All right. Yeah. Auburn wins. (laughs) A&M's going to play South Carolina. A&M is going to play South Carolina. I'm going to go with A&M because, Texas, you know what? A&M. I don't think uh, South Carolina is very good. I think it took Missouri shitting the bed in an epic fashion for them to win that game. If there's another monsoon, I'll take South Carolina. Yeah, exactly. Not A&M all the way. It took Missouri having next-level shits and uh, a monsoon for South Carolina to win that game. Jimbo Fisher will grab some face masks and get his kids playing. I mean, <laughs> it took Mizzou root beer through a super soaker style to, to lose that. So You're right about that. Yeah. All right, Georgia, LSU. Mm, well, I'm game. picking Georgia. Me too. Yes, they just got beat by salt. Florida. Yeah. Yeah. In the swamp. Ogeron is... Uh, yeah, Ogeron. Yeah. yeah. Georgia. Georgia. I don't know swamp. Right down by the bayou. Oh, well, it's good. Right call it cause they call it the bayou because it runs right by you house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right by you house. Anyway, so yeah, we're picking uh, picking LSU. Georgia. Georgia. Oh. Georgia. Yeah, Georgia. I'll pick LSU. No, I'm picking you. Georgia. I'll pick the Tigers. I'll do it. I'm not scared. Yep. All right. Last game. Ole Miss, Arkansas. Ole Miss, Arkansas. Now this. Yeah. Well, th- yeah. I mean, I would say the smart bunnies on Ole Miss. And I think they'll be no, favored. Ole Miss. Yeah. But uh, Arkansas just put up 31 points on Alabama, and Ole Miss's flaw is its defense, which gives up tons of points to everybody. It's, it's one of those. In Arkansas now, Jim Bielma. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Arkansas is such a colossal shit show. I mean a shit show. Like Missouri's a Missouri's a shit show from the standpoint of that they can't get over the hump because they uh wilt when the lights are brightest. When whether that's the players or the coaches or a combination of all things. We're not a fucking like it's like a, just a disaster where people just run in each other and fall down. I mean that's what Arkansas is right now. They just, They're like, fantastic. <laughs> Arkansas is so terrible that Walmart was founded there, but they brought all their money to Missouri and gave it to us. Yeah. That's how shitty Arkansas yeah. is. Good point. Yep. Anyway, yeah, so it Ole Miss. won't be Arkansas. <laughs> <laughs> Ole Miss? Yeah. Agree, yeah. Paul. Bob, and Alabama. then, of course, we got what? Mizzou versus Alabama? Yeah, fuck that game. How bad is this going to be? Like I said, we don't get railroaded by looking embarrassing. We just fuck our chances up. I just up. hope the fans show up to this game to watch for Alabama because I don't want Nick Saban to beat people. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 17 to 48. Fair. I, I No, you know what? 68. 68. Okay. 68 to 17. You know why I don't say 68 is because of all the things mm-hmm. that Nick Saban is, and he has many awful things. He has never been 
a kick a man one. while he's down kind of guy, and I don't think he hates Barry Odom's guts or anything. Yeah, he'll pull out his quarterback and put another guy that's won a national championship. That's right. That's that's where I was going, Colin. It's like, yeah, he's going to pull his first string and put Jalen Hurts in, who will fucking absolutely run out yeah, up our right. assholes. It's true. Yeah, his so. second string. Yeah, unless against our defense, unless they just start kneeling after the third quarter. It's Alabama's over. second string would start for us on every position. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Probably a quarterback. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> Guys, it's time to give out some awards, and I think they're well-earned this mm-hmm. week. Uh, first one is, of course, our TJ Mo, a douche of the week. Douche of the week. Candidates this week, fellas. Clay Travis talking about how his shitty book didn't sell shitty copies <laughs> all over the country and blaming it on the New York the failing New York Times. Yeah. Here's the thing liberal about Clay bi- Travis. Hashtag liberal bias. I don't I don't begrudge Kate Clay Travis for this because he knows how to turn a dollar. Sure. But he has certainly gone in as far I mean, he has seen the Trump train. He is the thirstiest motherfucker on the planet. Yeah, he's seen the Trump train and he knows that is a good source of revenue. If you sure. if, if people who are loyal yeah. who are on the Trump train. Yeah. So he's gonna he wants to be and a lot of them are sports fans yeah absolutely so he has appealed specifically to that audience he, he has been screaming about colin kaepernick more, louder than anybody NFL, he bashed the mizzou tigers yeah. for their uh, protest three years ago yeah. and his latest thing is he's written this book about um specifically attacking On the cover the, of the which por- donald trump is dunking over colin kaepernick oh, yeah. I believe. yeah and so anyway it, it's a very political sports book sure and uh, anyway, now he's crying that the New York Times is not putting he's it on leaving there. him off the bestsellers. Right. And, and which, of course, it, or is he supposed to be on? Who cares? It's their paper. They can put whoever they want. I don't know. Whatever. Doesn't mind me. Other than he is, he complains about people being, his whole thing is don't be a pussy. Yeah. And he's doing nothing but being a giant fucking well, pussy. Well, he keeps talking about it's some sort of bias against him, but people keep tweeting at him like, no, look at the numbers. You're not supposed to be there. Because you're not selling as and many And then he comes books. up with some new numbers that sh- make him he should be there. And then they just argue back and forth about should he be there. And then he claims it's because there's some sort of liberal bias against conservative books, except three of the top ten books on the New York bestseller times are conservative, like right wing books, you know? So it's like they, his arguments don't make sense. And when you point it out to him, he just moves the goalpost. Yeah. Like, well, oh, well, sure, you fucked me in that point, but I'm just going to move the goalpost. Well, just over not here. address it and talk about something else. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, we should never take him serious when he told us he has the best hair in the world. Yeah. The guy's yeah. got hor- Just because you're 40 and you have hair <laughs> doesn't mean, doesn't it's, the mean the it's, it's fucking good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I know that we, we can't talk about the douche of the week without talking about Clay Travis or TJ Moe. Yeah. But I was going to talk about something about T.J. Moe. Oh, well, you know, T.J. Moe buttered his balls about his book, too. Oh, yes. He was kissing. T.J. Moe was like, hey, great book day. Yeah, I really enjoyed reading it. I hope you'll polish my balls one oh, yeah. day. <laughs> if you're ever in the St. Louis area and want a frosty, <laughs> come on by. <laughs> I've got a free Slurpee for you. Uh, so anyway, T.J. Moe, after the Mizzou defeat yesterday, of course, there was a lot of just people. Vitriol. Vitriol. And going all directions on Twitter, but a lot of it directed at Barry Odom. Sure. And T.J. Moe defended Odom by basically saying that Odom deserves a chance because I say so because I played football and none of you all did. Mm-hmm. And so people came at him of that saying, oh, because you played football, you a fan can't be know as no. much about football no. as you because no. you played. And he said, absolutely. Anybody who thinks differently is a fucking idiot. So here's what I think. There's plenty of idiots who do play football. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people. Rob Gronkowski, one of the greatest tight ends of all time, I don't know that he'd make a great coach. No. Nope. Because he's a fucking moron. Mm-hmm. TJ Moe, I think, is also a fucking moron. Well, TJ Moe is the worst kind of moron. TJ Moe is the moron who thinks he's smart. Right. You that know, is like, bad moron. I'm saying things that are important and I that are right and make perfect sense to people without brain cells. And, like, I appreciate a person 
who is like a, a nut and knows they're a nut and yeah. says stupid things and believes the stupid things they say, but knows they're like knows what they are. Like you know James I mean? Woods. Yeah, James Woods is like fucking staring into it. Like, yeah. But TJ Mo thinks his his opinions are well thought out and smart and stuff. Yeah. And just, it's the worst. Kind. So I think he's a big douche. Yeah. But I think we'd be remiss if you didn't bring up something I brought up this week about the great Nick Saban. Yeah. Sure. Uh, last after last week's performance, he bitched and moaned, and there's a lot of talk. I think I'm fine by and everything about how his uh, the students didn't show up in the mm-hmm. student section sure. when they played or Louisiana Lafayette. At 11 a.m. chastised those students. Yeah, say, how dare you not come to watch my team play? They deserve your support. And I said, and I stand by it now, fuck you, Nick Saban. People can go to a game or not go to the game. It's their fucking choice. They don't owe you anything. They don't owe you anything. In fact, you're the, they're your boss. They're the paying customer. Yeah. You're, I know you're you, an asshole making millions of dollars. You sure. owe them something. Right. There's so many things to do in Alabama, you know, professional sports and all right. the, you know, yeah. the cultural yeah. museums and sure. things like that to go out the and do operas. Yeah. I mean, I, I understand why these kids aren't going, you know, they're, I mean, the activities that are going on. It out is there. a little bit shocking though. Ultimately, it's the only thing that state has. It's literally yeah. the, the only, because this was the student section though. So yeah. even if they have that, and beaches. Well, what I'm saying is, like, even <laughs> yeah, they have beaches, as yeah. this as this North Korea has yeah. pointed out. Yeah. But like, I guess your regular slack jawed Alabama person cannot get to those tickets because they're student tickets. Is that so? Yeah, I guess what the policy had been was that you if if you get the student pass and you don't come to a game, you sacrifice your season pass, your student pass to someone else who will come to the game. Oh, okay. It's pretty severe. So what a lot of kids were doing was going to the game, getting their ticket stamped, and then leaving and yeah. not going to the game. But yeah. but in name going because because they when, when they're not playing louisiana monroe they right. want to be at the game and fuck them i don't blame them yeah. I, and they're students what if they want to study Duh. i mean <laughs> I, like i know they're alabama students but you know like oh no you're required to go to a fucking college football game that we that by the way bama was favored by 49 fucking points yeah. if you don't if you want people to come to your fucking stadium nick Saban, don't schedule shit cupcake games i mean fuck you you know people are going to come to alabama games lots of people are going to come to alabama games but you couldn't make it less enticing when you schedule it at 11 11 o'clock in the morning against a team nobody fucking cares about who we all know you're going to fucking beat. And Mazadcast fans were coming at me a little bit saying, you know, I don't agree with you on this one. You know what? Fuck you. I mean, it, <laughs> I, I love you. I mean, you're a Mazadcast fan. I love you. Blah, blah, blah. But fuck you. Yeah. But fuck you because here's why. I'm not wrong. We all love to see a full stadium. I mean, nobody thinks it's worse for the Mizzou whenever we look at the stadium and see it's empty. But guess what? At the end of the day, none of us are fucking required to go to that fucking stadium. No. It, if people do go to the stadium by choice, it means we have a strong, healthy fan base. But if people aren't going, it's nobody's fault and nobody's doing anything wrong. It means the fucking thing on the field isn't worth going to mm. compared to your other options. Yep. That's all it is. It's an economic decision and it's a what do you do in it's your free time decision. Well, exactly. And so nobody's fucking required to get butts in the seats and nobody's doing anything wrong for not going to the game. And fuck you for saying otherwise don't tell other people what to do with their time he should Saban should know also that 11 o'clock on Saturdays is the young KKK meetings on campus right they should have scheduled those differently they should have seen that coming I mean you got a lot of kids going to those young KKK meetings sewing flags and burning shit so (laughs) you gotta have afternoon late games so they can Mm -hmm. do that the the TV stations almost don't even listen to the young KKK anymore yeah Yeah. it's ridiculous so uh, guys we got a lot of choices who's it gonna be and we really went. We really went strong at douche of the week. Uh, well, it's a game we got beat badly. Yeah, in. we're just fired up. Yeah, 
Ooh, it's a tough one. I vote for Clay because I just think he's a douche constantly. Just, I just every feel like, day. The reason I don't like picking Clay is because Clay's trying it's to a, be a douche. Yeah. Like he knows what he's doing. He's like he douche. is. That's like that's why that's why it's named after T.J. Moe. It's like Clay Travis has a calculated like strategy of being a douche to sell stuff. Yeah. Like I just T.J. Think, Moe thinks he's like an articulate, well thought out. You're person. correct he's, on that one. He he's the person who doesn't understand that he's a douche. So you're what, saying t- what makes a person a douche is they they don't know they're a douche. That's that is my that is the key component in my mind. So you're saying TJ Mo, you're saying Clay Travis? Well, no, I mean, it could be Saban because I don't think Saban knows he's a douche. Well, either. I'm asking you who you think. All right, I'll go with, I'm going to go with TJ Mo. Well, I'm going to go with Nick Saban. <laughs> they're all douches. To try back that. All right, now this would be a much tougher choice. I know that one was pretty contentious. Yeah, player of the game. I mean, we're, we named this fucking trophy after the greatest thing of all time, which is Kirk Farmer's hair. Sure, the most flowing, luxurious, beautiful thing one could possibly imagine. Yeah, and I, it's hard to pin that to somebody on Saturday. Yeah, I don't know if anybody deserves to. The SEC refs. I mean, who deserves Kirk Farmer's hair? I mean, no, Kirk Farmer's hair. Kirk Farmer's hair. Player of the game. Kirk Farmer's hair is. I mean, I'm just running out of acronyms to, or adjectives to just. Yeah, certainly not acronyms. Um, <laughs> adjectives to describe how glorious it is. I don't Incorrect. Know, I don't know. I just, nobody deserves it. The running backs did well yesterday. Uh, yeah, you're right. Roundtree, right. Crockett. Right. Yeah, they the, both this did. This is the running back core. I can live with that. And Beatty still looks good. Yeah. Yeah. I like me some those, Beatty. Those guys I can't scream at. They no, did They did right. well. Yeah, if we're going to give three douches of the running week, Running back we can give, Yep, three running backs. All right, Kirk Farmer's hair, player of the game, the running backs. We did it. Fuck yeah. I didn't know if we'd get through this show, honestly. I, I didn't know how it was going to be, but I don't know about you, but I'm looking forward to listening to the rest of those voicemails. I know yeah. they're angry. I'm feeling it coming at everybody. Yeah. I, might, I might call and give you another one. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. Anything else you'd like to throw in there before we uh, head out of here? Well, uh, we got Alabama next week. Contact us at uh, Gmail at Mazodcast at gmail.com. Remember, if you go to the Alabama game and eat barbecue, they put white shit on the barbecue. Yeah. So, so, so Yeah. Healthy reminder. Don't yeah. expect to get good Missouri barbecue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's Alabama Public. terrible barbecue. They put mayo and Miracle Whip Ugh. in your barbecue. Yeah. And uh, maybe. Yeah, maybe. So. Um, uh, there's also, uh, we're on Twitter at Mazodcast. Yeah. Come, Twitter, come. Facebook, Instagram, all of them places. Bet on by uh, Bookie. Bet on mybookie.com, of course. What are we thinking? Yeah. Yeah. Stop by Game 6 and have a drink when the yeah. Zoo Tigers yeah, lose. Yeah, have a schlafly at Game 6. Right. You can do all those things. But also leave us a review and write a review on iTunes. We need some more of those, if you wouldn't mind. Please do. It really helps the show out. Anyway, I guess we'll have a Alabama prep show. Maybe we'll uh, we'll get Paul Feinbaum in or something, the what real did, one. How are we going to prep for – I mean, what are we going to talk about? Oh, fuck if I know. Just I think how do we not get hurt? Yeah. Do we play Drew Locke? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I don't know. It's going to be a shit show. we got one more week of fucking misery and then um, four more weeks of misery. Yeah. That's the rest of the season. <laughs> that, so. that sounds awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so until then, M-I-Z. Z-O-U. Go Tigers. How many times are you going to grab my balls, fella? <laughs>